Hello, everybody, and welcome to the PHLY Eagles podcast, day two here in our beautiful studio. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman here. We got a lot to talk about, Zach. We are one day away from week two. Eagles Vikings, we have been uh, we have been heartened by the response from the sickos mm-hmm. and the newcomers so far. Exciting times. Yes, appreciate those who came over with us and welcome to the uh, new listeners and viewers. And it's a quick week because you know typically at this time you're kind of transitioning to the next opponent. We're already at our like pregame pod now, right? Because the game's tomorrow night. And we certainly have a lot to get to, a lot of injuries for the Eagles to talk about. We will do our little crow thine enemy. We'll talk about the Eagles offense against the Vikings defense and vice versa. We are going to debut, Zach, a brand new game that is going to sweep the nation. It's called Goose Wisely. Uh, I know you're very excited about this. And then we'll close with our crystal ball deagle predictions. But I think the, the biggest breaking news that we have to share with the true sickos is that for the very first time in, I'm guessing, like a month, you finally got some sleep last night. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I, I did. I did get some sleep last night. What kind of like horse tranquilizers did that require? <laughs> Took Advil PM, uh, caught up on, on sleep. I, I, I had a backlog and I don't I know. If, uh, so. Yes. So uh, that's why I, the reason Bo's referencing it is he texted me last night at, at 10 o'clock and I did not respond until six o'clock this morning. Uh, because I was asleep. So I was actually, I was watching the Kelsey documentary, Need to Finish It. Um, mm. But I've decided I'm going to save that one to watch with Rachel. That's good. I feel like it'll be a good co-watching experience. And it'll be a good topic next week for us to discuss. We can yeah, get into some of the things. to bang it out so that we could talk about yes. it. But short week, we don't have to. We got we have five days to fill next week. Exactly. And, and, and both of us have covered uh, Jason's career almost in its entirety. You were there at the mm. beginning. I caught it uh, year two. And have Johnny come lately over here, <laughs> and have have been around him ever since. So, uh, so yeah, I, I'm I'm fascinated by what's in it, and we'll have a lot to discuss. Yeah, but how's week. he going to feel about the fact that you started watching and you went to sleep? He put his documentary put you to sleep. That's not no, a, I, a ringing endorsement. This is like not at all your review of Foxborough. <laughs> I I actually paused it because I didn't want to miss the spot that I was at. Mm. So paused it, put on a comedy special. Oh, what big fan of comedy. <laughs> what, what are we talking? Last night, uh, I think it was the Shane Gillis one. Okay. Mm-hmm. You like that? Or it put you to sleep? Well, I fell asleep, but I'm, I'll okay. catch up on that. All right. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the injury reports are out, Zach, because mm-hmm. we are uh, a day away now from the game, and it is a little bit spicy for the Eagles after one week. Those, uh, you know, those ribs have come back to, to haunt the Eagles. Why don't we send it over to the Stone Cold Newsman for a little update? Zach Berman from A Foot Away. The Eagles are still waiting. We're, we're still waiting for the Eagles to put out their final injury report. But as it turned out yesterday, Reed Blankenship and Kenny Gainwell continue to be sidelined with ribs injuries. Uh, those are the two most notable ones to watch right now. Fletcher Cox was a limited participant or would have been a limited participant if they had practice. These injury reports were an approximation because they merely had a walkthrough. James Bradbury remains in the concussion protocol. The Eagles also made a few roster moves that we kind of teased before when we were talking yesterday. Nicobe Dean officially on IR, so he will miss at least four weeks. And then Nicholas Morrow promoted to the active roster and Rashawn Evans signed to the practice squad. So the Eagles have another veteran linebacker on the practice squad here uh, while, while uh, Dean is absent. The Vikings have released their, finally, their final report, and it is notable because Garrett Bradbury, their starting center, is out uh, against the Eagles. Christian Darrisaw and Marcus Davenport, two starters, both questionable. Look for Austin Schlotman to start at center for the Vikings in place of Garrett Bradbury. And then one final piece of news. uh, Jake Elliott was named NFC Special Teams Player of the Week. I believe it's the fourth time in his career. He was 4-4 on field goals in New England. He's the only kicker in the NFL to make two 50-plus yard field goals in week one. Back to you in the studio or two feet away. Thank you very much, Zach. Now, uh, I want to tee you up here. Yes. Because you are a big fan of comedy. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So you've been working on a, a really good line that uh, I think you may want to deliver. Looks to me like, like Garrett Bradbury is out for the Vikings. What, what uh, sort of pops to mind for you? Tough week for Bradbury's. Oh! <laughs> we need a left track for that one. Wow. Right? Um, Bradbury, Bradbury action. Yeah. Uh, James Bradbury 
we're presuming is out for the Eagles. We, he's still in the concussion protocol. So both this this could have been a matchup of the Bradberries, not spelled the same way. Uh, Importantly, so this yeah. is like a, Garrett Bradbury does not qualify as yeah. a Barry like James Bradbury does. Yes, your your Barry rankings. This is this he's is a, kind of like Barry. This <laughs> this is like the Bow versus Bow. Uh, and when Bo Allen was here, there was a, mm, yes. a quest for is his name. which one is spelled correctly. Is it B-E-A-U or is it B-O? I actually like, I, there's a college football player who spells it B-E-A-U-X. Yeah, the Cajun, I can understand. The B-E-A-U, I mean, that's B-U. That's I'd the like word the, beautiful, it's B-U. I, mean, I, I like B-E-A-U-X. Let's stick with the phonetic here, please. Yeah, no, B-E-A-U-X might be my new favorite Bo spelling. Okay, who's leaving? Me or you? You going to start spelling Zach with a K? Oh, no way. Okay, well, no, come now on you now. understand. That's blasphemy. Okay. Um, let's get into these injuries, but before we do that, I want to make uh, another request. Let's, let's get the people to subscribe. Hit, hit subscribe on the YouTube channel. Uh, the, the downloads have been blazing. Very happy with that. We want to we wanna goose up those, uh, those subscriber numbers on the YouTube. So listen to the sickos in the chat asking you to do that. Um, so yesterday we talked only at the end of the show about the possibility of Blankenship and Gainwell mm -hmm. missing this game. Jeff McLean, your former uh, partner at the Inquirer, reporting that it's likely that both of those guys are going to miss. Mm -hmm. The Gainwell thing, okay, like that's unfortunate. He was the lead guy in week one. It seems like a pretty easy fix there. You know, DeAndre Swift gets more snaps. Rashad Penny is up. He's going to get some touches. And Boston Scott will be probably involved at the same degree that he usually is. No Reed Blankenship with no N'Kobe Dean. What are they going to do? Well, they will go with Terrell Edmonds is, is, is my assumption. He'd be the first one up. That's your assumption? Is they're going to go Edmonds and Evans? Depends on, on their view of Evans. I, I think Sidney Brown plays more of that Evans role in the defense, and Edmonds plays more of the Blankenship one. Would you disagree there? Uh, yeah, I don't know that I agree with that. Okay. So uh, I also think that, uh, I mean, I, I don't think that there is, I think there's enough overlap between what those two shakers are asked to do and the, 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 the decide defense. Yeah. I, you know, we, we haven't seen them on the practice field because they literally haven't been on the practice field and they were playing around with different combinations throughout the summer. That's something actually that Sean Desai alluded to yesterday in his press conference that, you know, that that they, they kept rotating these guys to see them. So all these guys have worked with the first team. I, I, I would break the seal off Sidney Brown at some point. Like, let's, let's get him in there. Let's see him as the starting safety. I think that's how the story ends by the end of the year. So we might as well see it now. But Edmonds does have experience. You know, he, he it's hard to say. It, I, I, think you, you, I think you might see both of them, frankly. Uh, but yeah, some different packages. I would probably lean toward Edmonds if they were going to go with the one early on. Now, I got to say, th this may not come into play as much because the Vikings, you know, Kevin O'Connell comes from, you know, the Sean McVay tree. They're very 11 personnel heavy, sixth most in the league last year, about 75% of the time. Le in week one, they were actually pretty far down. They were closer to like 55%, but I imagine that's coming back. But when they're not in 11, I, you know, we talk about this every time there's an injury at safety. Can they just swing Avante Maddox back there, keep your best players on the field? Yes. I mean, we've, we've been talking about that for five years now, right? Put Avante Maddox at, at, at safety. Now, they're a little light at slot corner. They're a little light at, at, yeah. at corner as it is uh, with a quick turnaround here. This is all a recipe for trouble. The it's middle of the, the field. The middle of the field, exactly. You know, the Viking. we'll, we'll get to the specific matchup, but I mean... The Vikings, every time they run the ball, it's going to be a win for the Eagles. Um, mm. They should be throwing the ball 55 times in this game, and they should be targeting the middle of the field. And, you know, who knows what the Eagles are going to do with Darius Slay following Justin Jefferson, but Justin Jefferson can certainly do a lot in the middle of the field. Um, I, I'm, I am worried about this matchup. So, yeah, now we'll get to the Jefferson Slay thing there, but I agree. I mean, TJ Hawkinson's a, a big money player for the Vikings, literally speaking. I mean, they gave him that huge contract and I'm not that worried about TJ Hawkinson, but sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, my guess is they go to TJ Hawkinson quite a bit in the middle of the yeah. field. Um, and yeah, I, I can see them doing different things with Jefferson to try to get him into the middle of the field. This is a weakness. The other part too, it's not just who's on the field, but it's the kind of the mechanics of getting that defensive play call in. Uh, N'Kobe Dean's the green dot player. So what, what that means is he's he's wearing the dot he's getting the call from Sean Desai 
now with him out, it doesn't have to be a linebacker. Actually, no, the when guys he was told out. us that last week it was Ellis and Blankenship splitting. It, so, exactly. Right. Yeah. So so Blankenship actually received some of it, um, and that that's something the side said yesterday as well. And uh, if Blankenship's not out there, then it's you're time to go to church. <laughs> you're assuming your boy Christian Bring Ellis. Christian. So are you thinking it's 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 Christian Ellis, Zach Cunningham? Is my guess. I honestly, uh, I think we're going to see some Nicholas Morrow. Ahead of Christian Ellis. No, I, I think addition, we're going to see a little bit of Zach everybody. Zach Cunningham gets... Uh, I think we're going to see a little bit of everybody. It's a short week, so I don't expect they're going to make you know, a ton of changes, especially since they have to make changes mm-hmm. at safety. But I think we're going to see some Moro. Um, some more Moro. On the Moro. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do, I, I'm guessing it'll be Ellis and Cunningham and Ellis being the, being the play caller. So you know the old coaching trope when... You know, you, you want to play a lot of the guys. Oh, it's a good problem to have. This is yeah. not a good problem to have yeah, for the Eagles. Like, good, this, is, this is a bad problem. This is have. the opposite. Yeah. This is like, we don't know which two guys to play, so we'll yeah. just play all of them. And this is at linebacker and at safety. And I, I don't necessarily, like, you know, feel bad for them. This is the way they constructed the roster. Correct. This is what we've been talking. We talked about it on yesterday's show. We talked about it on, uh, you a know, different show. on, a, on a, a different show throughout the summer, throughout the spring. What are they going to do at safety? What are With they going to do friends, at linebacker? We were talking about it. What's that? With our friends, we were talking yes. about it. Yeah. And they, they're at the point now where it just so happens that's where the injuries are. Um, that's why we're talking about this Blankenship injury more than we're talking about the Gainwell injury because I agree. I don't think the Gainwell injury affects them too much. Swift. It, I don't think Penny. it changes yeah. like a, a word of their game plan. Nope. Like, I don't know if they're putting it together in words, but there are, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, there are words there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just numbers. Yeah. It's, I don't it's, think it changes their signs. game plan at all. No. Uh, but on, on defense, this is, this is not an ideal week for them to, to have a short week because this is one where you want to kind of see these different combinations. Short's you want to relative. have it put together. Well, short's always relative, correct. Um, I appreciate you stealing my line. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think I, I do agree that if you're going to be so obviously open uh, and not very good in the middle of the field at linebacker, the idea of putting out Terrell Edmonds and Justin Evans together at safety is like, what are we doing here? Mm. Um, I think I... I'm sure that they had a plan in their mind for when Sidney Brown was going to be on the field. And maybe he's not ready, but I think you got to rip the Band-Aid off now. I think it's like, what else are you doing? You need some athletes on the field. Um, and it's, it's not an ideal you know, introduction, but I think it's time. So I'm Nick Sirianni. And, uh, Hi, Nick. <laughs> and you're Sean Desai. You? Uh, what did you think of Jonathan Gannon's article? <laughs> Um, what I think of, so I'm, I'm Nick Sirianni here. What I think of Jonathan Gannon's article? I, I think that I, I at that point in the season, <laughs> the defense was in, in 2021. That that, mean, that defense. You, you, you think he's lying? That's yeah, the, Jonathan had enough to worry about. He didn't have to okay, worry about what enough. the offense was doing. Uh, if I'm Nick Sirianni there, so if I'm so I'm, I'm Nick Sirianni. You're Sean Desai. I, I I walk into the meeting room. I say, all right, what's your best lineup, Sean? Give it to me. My best lineup for this game? For this game. Like, we have no practice time. This is the personnel. We can't just expect, uh, so, you know, a Rashawn Evans to come in and, and learn the system. You're dealing with the guys you had throughout the summer, most likely. What is your best group at linebacker? What's your best group at safety? I think it's, I think it's probably Sidney Brown and, I mean, I guess I would give Justin Evans one more shot. And mm-hmm. then I think, yeah, I think right now it's Ellison Cunningham. But okay. what I'm really thinking is I want to lean on 515, mm-hmm. that, that penny, and mm-hmm. have one linebacker in the middle of the field. And so, Sean, which linebacker is it for you? Christian Ellis. Okay. And, Sean, is, is Sydney ready? Because we've been, no. we've been talking behind the scenes. We've been meeting with Howie. We have this plan. We're going to kind of slowly introduce him here. Um, I know that that reporter, Zach Berman, kept saying that Sydney Who? Brown's going to be the week one starter. Uh, but Zach was wrong, clearly. <laughs> okay. We, we, right. we had this plan. So, uh, were they right? Should we have Sidney Brown on, on the field right away? Is, we don't is have another ready? choice. Okay. We're going to throw out two, like, athletically limited veterans? Mm-hmm. Come on. Get the athlete on the well, field. I don't know if Terrell Edmonds is an athletically, a- athletically limited veteran. You think Terrell Edmonds is ath- athletically yes. limited? 
The Edmonds family are quite the athletes. Well, yeah, he tested well, but he doesn't. He can't move side to side. They, they, there's a reason he's a he's basically a box linebacker. Fair enough. I would actually the only the only the uh, honestly the only reason not to play Sidney Sidney uh, Brown at safety in this game is because he's bringing so much to the table as a gunner. You don't want to lose that. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to mess up the... Uh, yeah, they're both the, of their gunners. Josh Job has to play, too. What are they going to do? They'll, they'll, they'll yeah. use them both. Yeah, they're right? going to be fine. Yeah. yeah, they'll be fine. All right, Zach, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about DraftKings. Football is back in full swing with another week of epic games and who has got you covered on the action for every single one of them. That's right. It's DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get... $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code PHLY to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHLY. You ain't got no alibi. The crown is yours. Here we go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 and over, Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in ONTC sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football. Terms for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bang. Okay. You ready to talk about the rest of this Vikings offense matchup? What do you got? Yeah, real quick. I just want to bring up this, this one thing. Mike Mayer says on here, we're going to see some Nolan Smith at linebacker. Uh, we talked about you know that what? during That's the not summer. Crazy. It's not crazy. It's not crazy. Now, I, it might be too soon, right? You don't really have the practice time. I know they, they played around with it a bit during training camp. He only took seven snaps in week one, mm -hmm. you know, as the, you know, the, the backup Sam linebacker. Yeah. You know, in service of getting your best players on the field. Uh, I don't think I it's... I think it's see something. Yeah, I mean, is, is he going to be worse than Zach Cunningham? <laughs> I would sign up for that. I mean, I, I've been saying all along, Nolan Smith uh, is, I, th I think, farther along than they might have expected. You know, he's, he's a real uh, – he's, he's bright. He's picking up the defense. The fact that they put him at multiple spots early in camp, I think, is suggestive of the fact that he is picking things up. So, no, that, that's, an, that's an interesting I idea. I don't want to kind of fall into – the coaching trope. I've used coaching trope twice now on this pod. Of you know, you need that's practice. That's a trope. Yeah, you need practice time. Uh, but but that's what the summer's for too. That's why they mess around with these things during camp. So curious to see. And Mikey Mitz says, "Bow all in on positionless players." <laughs> look at that. And look, one day we make that that's deal. Yeah, I like that. Um, okay. Elsewhere in this matchup between the Vikings offense and the Eagles defense. You know, I watched that, uh, that game week one between the Vikings and the Bucks, and it's always, like, week one it's difficult because you don't have the full context, so it's like how much is one team being good, one team being bad. Like, I was, I was pretty impressed with the Bucks defense. Hmm. They were flying around. It's kind of nice that this is the team they play in week three. You get that matchup between the two of them in week one. Yeah, well done. Um, it seemed like the, you know, there's no Bradbury. He played in that game. Um, early on, it seemed like they had some trouble picking up blitzes, and they were blitzed at a very high percentage. Uh, it seemed like they got better at that as the game went on. However, they just, like, they were not able to move the ball. Um, like I said before, any time they're handing the ball to, what's their running back's name? Alexander Madison. Alexander Madison. You like that? Is, is there a, is, oh, is, is that a Hamilton? Well, Hamilton. Okay. It's the same, it's the same, you know, syllables. Mm -mm. Okay. You're not in you wouldn't, on You wouldn't watch that Broadway show? I saw Hamilton. Would you uh, watch Madison? Would I watch Madison? I mean, as a fan of history? Yeah. Uh, James Would Madison. Do you, you think he's a historical fixture, uh, figure? Alexander Madison? Not Alexander Madison. Oh, okay. Spelled differently, too. Uh, anytime they give him the ball, it's going to be a huge win for, for the Seagulls. Yeah, he defense. did not run well against the Bucs. I was not impressed. They missed Dalvin Cook a bit, perhaps. I don't know how much you missed Dalvin Cook, really, either. I mean, he didn't look that great in week one, either. Um, but it's, it certainly seems like 
up front, the Eagles yeah. should dominate uh, with Absolutely. their defensive tackles. I mean, you rewatched that the week one game against the Patriots. Not only were Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis awesome, but Milton Williams is flashing. Mm. Fletcher Cox is playing well. It seems like Fletcher Cox is going to play in this yep. game. I mean, that is on the on the Eagles side of the ledger. What, what you would have to imagine is the biggest mismatch um, on this side of the matchup. Absolutely. And that's what it first off, that's going to give you confidence. Most games is the Eagles front against the other team's offensive line this week in particular that stands out that you're confident that you're going to be able to get to Kirk Cousins. I will be really surprised if Kirk Cousins is holding this ball long at all, right? There's, there's, there's not going to be much time for him to develop plays downfield. He's going to get rid of the ball quickly. Uh, but even that might not be enough. If you think back to that matchup last year, and I know some things have, have changed, but it's still the Vikings offense. Vikings are, are more different on defense than they are on offense. The Eagles suffocated. Uh, Kirk Cousins like and I think that's that's what you'll see here is uh, I don't have the stat in front of me but I I, I believe the fastest the uh, that that the Eagles had four of the five players in the NFL who were fastest to the quarterback in pass rush uh, per NFL next gen stats I think it was fastest across the line Far, it's like okay, fastest across the line yeah. there yes their get off there you go uh, and they're really going to test a Vikings offensive line that is undermanned uh, and I I was impressed by what we saw with Jalen Carter last week. I was impressed by what we saw with Jordan Davis last week. I'm not really counting on Jordan Davis to be the key part of this pass rush, but Sweat. But Reddick. you watched the way that that like Vita Vea was just blowing things up um, in that Week One game. Like in theory, that's what I mean. He's not that backup player. Center. He's not yeah. quite that player yet. But yeah. in theory, that's what you're hoping Jordan Davis is going to be able to do. Absolutely. And if if Jalen Carter gets a sack here, okay, he'd be the first rookie defensive tackle with sacks in his first two games since who? Well, I do follow you on Twitter, uh, so okay. I know the answer. The answer is Ndamukong Sue in 2010. That's really good company. Yeah. yeah. I, I hope that Jalen Carter doesn't stomp on somebody. Well, they should hope that too. <laughs> but yeah. but it, look, they would sign up for Ndamukong Sue's career in a heartbeat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so other than up front, I would say everything else is advantage Vikings um, on this side of the matchup. We know that Darius Slay, you know, shut down Justin Jefferson last year, week two. I would say hard to expect, you know, that level of uh, suffocation in this game. I think you, you had to sort of go in expecting that Justin Jefferson's going to get his. Yes and no. I mean, Justin Jefferson. Uh, wow, yes and no. Well, I mean, we thought that last year. And Slay, that, that might have been the best game of Slay's career. Uh, I asked him about it. <laughs> I asked Slay about it yesterday. I was, it was like a softball question. How much fun mm. was it to watch that Vikings film from, from last year? And, and Slay, like, first had to, had, to, had to register while I was asking it. Mm. He was like, oh, yeah, you know, you just, you just move on to the next game. That's, that's part of being a corner. Um, but, you know, Jefferson had six for 48 that game and did not. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my guess, I, I asked Sean Desai yesterday. It, his philosophy on traveling corners and, you know, following the wide receiver. And he said it's something he's, he's done in the past. It's something that they will use when it's, when it's the time's right. Certainly feels like the time is right. C certainly feels like the time's right. Now, the Vikings will – because I, I think the Vikings will try some things to free up Jefferson. But, no, this is, this is w where you rely on Slay to be a true number one corner against someone like Jefferson. And, and the way he played – Last week, uh, certainly, he, he thought that play that he had down the right sideline where he, he showed his a, 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 athleticism, he Check said that was the best play of his career. Baldy had it on Twitter. Mm. Uh, yeah, I remember watching that play live. I was yep. like, the makeup speed on that was, was insane. Exactly. Like, it was an unbelievable play. Yeah, because he, he said some, like, like some of his interceptions, it's just kind of doing your job being there. Mm. He said that one showed his athleticism. It was uh, a so, wild So play he, was, he was real proud so of that one. Uh, I think you're going to have Slay follow Jefferson. Now, the Vikings spent a first-round pick on Jordan Addison, so it's, it's more than a, a one-man show there. But had a long touchdown in week one. Yep, and this is where you're going to see Josh Job, and the Eagles have, had, have confidence in Josh Job. Um, this is a huge test for him. Uvec, I'll, 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 I'll give you a lot of credit. You've been I'll take it. higher on Job from the jump than I was. I, I mean, you, you, you noticed him in camp last year. 
um, going into. He's not one of my children, though. He's not. No, you know, he's, but he is someone that. I'll take the credit, yeah. but this is you're, you're being a little bit nice. And back in the spring, I'll, I'm taking the L on this one, too. I was saying, oh, Greedy Williams. This is kind of an underrated signing. Yeah, you are right about that. Yeah. You were, you were I'm, wrong. I'm like, there. Greedy Williams, here's, here's a you know, height, weight, speed guy yeah. from LSU, second round pick, starting experience. You have two 30 plus year old corners. This is a sneaky good signing from Howie, right? And you were like, Zach, hold. Yeah, yeah take it on. easy. Yeah, take it easy. And Josh Joe beat out Greedy Williams. Because you're anchored to the draft. Yeah, anchored to the draft. Um, Josh Joe beat out Greedy Williams early on in camp. And Job has, he doesn't have a lot of defensive experience for the Eagles, but when he's in there, you know, he's. Famously, according to Darius Slay, uh, like the worst hands in the cornerback room by far. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because he had that interception in the joint practices. Yes. And yeah, Slay was like, like Slay was just so happy. Like, yeah. Uh, and a, a, a quiet guy who, who Slay, um, who, who, who Slay says actually asks a lot of questions in meetings. Uh, older prospects. It doesn't fit the Bo Wolf profile there. That's okay. Uh, I mean, but he's not that old. I'm coming out of. He's not uh, a city sow. Okay, uh, but but yeah, we're we're going to learn a lot about Josh Job this week because on the scouting report, well, I think they're going to pick apart the middle of the defense like we talked about on the top of the show. But it will be, it would behoove uh, Kirk Cousins to look at Job and and the challenge Job and. And I bet Slay travels, but if Job if Job's on Addison, that's a matchup that that Minnesota will try to exploit as well. Yeah, I imagine so. I think this is going to be an interesting test of the theory that maybe Sean Desai is a little bit more creative than Jonathan Gannon. If that is true, with all the moving parts we have here uh, in the back seven, we should see it in this game. And it's a short week. It's a difficult assignment, but this will be an interesting test. You want to talk about FOCO or you want me to do it? I'll pull this up here. FOCO is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. It's the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. It's football and tailgating season. Actually, there's a you, you'll, you'll have a great time tailgating this week for Thursday night's game. Overalls, hoodies, hats, sunglasses, bags, everything you need for a game. FOCO has hooked PHLY up and provided awesome pieces for our sets. You can see FOCO always has our back for Philly sports, and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by using the get the best gear around by using the, the link in our description for all non-presale items. Use the the promo code PHLY for 10% off. So make sure you check that out. You can find a lot of great items on there. Thank you, Zach. A great point from Hunter in the chat. He's uh, he's a little bit concerned that you took such a political stance to go to Hong Kong during your honeymoon. He's he's gonna unsubscribe. <laughs> No, there's no political stance whatsoever. <laughs> uh, the cat is finally out of the bag. No, 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 there was no politics at all there. That was simply that was simply a, a great place to go. Okay. Like, like big cities in addition to college campuses. So on the other side of the ball, unlike how the Vikings offense is about the same as it was last year, um, it is a completely different defense than it was when the Eagles saw them last year in week two, not just personnel wise, but, but very much so in the identity that Ed Donatel defense was very mm. static zone. We saw it in that game. Jalen Hurts picked them apart. Brian Flores comes in much different MO yeah. blitz heavy. They blitzed at 47.4% in that week one game against the Bucks. That was the highest in the league. It would have been the highest in the league over the course of last season. It's a crazy high percentage. Um, you know, teams do like to blitz Jalen Hurts. The Eagles did not handle it super well last week, so I imagine we're going to see yeah. a lot more of that again in this matchup. Um, where do you think the Eagles need to make, like, the biggest jump from week one to week two against this Vikings defense? Explosive plays. Uh, that, that changes everything with this offense. I think if they can get explosives, it, 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 it stretches things out. Um, you asked Nick Sirianni about that on on Monday about the the lack of explosives and you know Nick Nick pointed it out and it kind of agreed with you that was a big problem with this offense so so that's that's one thing that I would really pay attention to is is can you get those guys downfield can you get those those twenty plus yard plays um, and not have to go on these these long ex extended drives I, there's been a lot made out of 
the Dallas Goddard catchless part of it, you know, because you, you never want to see one of your top players have zero catches. I, I think it's the targets more than the catches to me. It's not yes, like, you know, it's the one. Yeah. And it was a throwaway target. Mm, like the yep. fact that he was not involved in the game plan. And if you watch the film, you know, if, you, if you're grinding yeah. the tape, yeah. like a real football head, like a Bo Wolf. I mean, yeah. he was open. Yes. It, was not like, it was not like a situation where Bill Belichick was like, we got to take away Dallas Goddard, and like, he's the key to their offense. He was open a lot, and Jalen Hurts just didn't throw him the ball. Yeah, and so a few things there. First off, one aside, kind of anecdotal aside, Dallas Goddard uh, said he's been hearing most from fantasy owners since mm. that game. I know Eagles fans are... I don't want to say up in arms. I mean, the Eagles won, uh, but that he's hearing from his from his fantasy owners. He says, "Sorry, they got the win." He has himself on his fantasy team. His fantasy team lost. He presumed because of himself. Uh, he said he's he's just gonna have to move on. Um, I mean, if you also if you watch the tape, you can see that he was not super happy. Like he's yeah. throwing his hands up a couple times. Yeah, like, you know, he wanted he, the ball. He 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 wants to be involved. I asked Nick Sirianni this morning about. Uh, because as Sirianni said after, after the game, he compared it to Devontae Smith last year, goes catchless in the opener. It was a big story. Devontae goes on and has 15 catches those next two games. So I, I asked Nick if it was a concerted effort or if it happened organically. And, and Nick said, you know, it happens organically within the offense. You're feeding your top guys. But they did do things early in the game to kind of set up some early, uh, some easy catches for Devontae. And I think you'll expect to see the same this week with Dallas Goddard. Um, you know, if, if you go on the DraftKings Sportsbook, I, I believe you can get Dallas Goddard uh, four and a half catches over at plus 110. That, that, that seems pretty interesting because I, I do think they're going to try to get some quick, easy completions for Dallas Goddard. So I'm, I'm curious to see that. I, I want to see the composition of the running game without Gainwell uh, because I, I, obviously if Gainwell's not playing, Penny's going to be up. They'll, they'll play Penny. They're, they're going to get Swift more targets. Sirianni said after the game, you never want to see Swift only have two touches. I asked DeAndre about that yesterday. He said he, he hadn't heard Nick's comments, but he's happy. You know, he's, he's obviously happy to hear that. Uh, so I, I think they'll find ways to get Swift the ball. Sirianni made a good point that it's, it's not as if, like, they weren't throwing the ball to their top guys. I mean, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith both had 10 targets in that game. But I look at it more. There was a lot of gain well early. And those are some times that you can get Goddard the ball you can get um swift the ball i want to see the eagle i want to see if the eagles run more effectively uh they they were not particularly effective on the ground against the patriots it feels like they can lean yeah. on this defensive line a little bit they're, they're, i actually thought that they were pretty good um defending the run but that that bucks run game is not super mm -hmm. impressive yeah i think they should be able to lean on them there i think they should be able to run to the outside and to your original point i think they're gettable down the field um you know if you can pick up these blitzes you know, Josh Medalis is a nice player, but he's not the most rangy safety. I think there's some going to be some chances to, I mean, I, I would be disappointed if the Eagles don't have like four plays of 20 plus, 25 plus yards mm. in this game. 25 plus. Okay. Yeah. Is that a boat number there? Because yeah. typically we go 20 plus. Yeah, I would so. say, I usually would say 20 plus, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to be a little bit more aggressive. Oh, edgy. I like this. I would say that is uh, what? 25% more than 20. Look at you. Math off the top of your head, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, no, I, I, I think you bring up a good point there. Uh, Jalen Hurts running the ball. You want to see, you know, he had those big runs against Minnesota last year. Curious I don't know that if, I need to see if, that. If they, okay. Uh, you, you don't want to see much Jalen running. I mean, was it that impactful in, the, in week one? And then he fumbles yeah. the ball away? And, it's, okay. and he's, like, making much more of a concerted effort to slide? Like, it needs to be part of the offense. He's but listening I, to you. I don't need to see it be... Like the go-to, I, I think save it for when it matters. Yeah, what's the expression Jalen used? He he has to get his he's, something. He's in, he was embracing the no no of his no game. last year when when you know the lamp is always full. <laughs> there's a lot of Jalen expressions. That's 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 true. Get his something on. I I, I forget. Um, but no, you you want to kind of unleash get Jalen. His freak on? I don't think that's what it was. Okay. Uh, you want to unleash Jalen. Um, now, you mentioned the difference in, in, in scheme, and I think that's notable because last year's game I don't think is as uh, resourceful for the Eagles as it is for the Eagles offense as it sure. is for the Eagles defense. And that's something that I spoke about or I was talking to some guys in the locker room about yesterday. Flex. But, flex, how about that? But one thing actually that uh, you know, Jordan Mailata pointed out was it's kind of similar to last week's game. 
right? Now, Brian Flores is from that Belichick coaching tree. It's, it's not one for one, but maybe last week's game could be resourceful and, 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 and constructive. And certainly the Eagles saw blitzes, especially early in that game against the Patriots. And I imagine you'll see that from, from Brian Flores, like you said, uh, the, the, the Vikings made a, a concerted effort to change that scheme this offseason, to go from kind of the Vic Fangio scheme that we've talked about quite a bit to uh, this Brian Flores scheme, that, which will be more aggressive. Do you have, I mean, what are your general expectations for productivity in this game? Like, do you think the Eagles are going to put up 30 points on this defense? What, you know, are we going to see... Well, we'll Just get to a, our predictions. A crisper performance than we than we saw. Oh, I mean, I yeah. thought that like the offensive line was not great in that no, game. No, they were not. Well, even Lane was mm. not great in that game. Yeah. I, I I would hope that that you know for their sake that that it's a, this is a bounce back game. But yeah, they've uh, look they've they've built some equity. Uh, in, you in, love in, equity in, in my mind. <laughs> yes, uh, they've they've built equity in, in in my mind. They deserve the benefit of the doubt. I. It would surprise me if a team with this type of talent on the offensive line, this type of talent at the skill position players, and this type of talent at quarterback uh, does not rebound. And I think if they have back-to-back kind of boggy games, to use your mm. mind, uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, to use your word, uh, or kind of... The bog or, is a gift to everybody. Everybody yes, can use bog. Where they, they kind of have to try to matriculate downfield, or Jalen's under a lot of duress, that, that would be concerning. And I, I frankly don't think this Vikings front is that great i mean davenport's questionable like we said uh so no i i think the eagles should be able to put up points we'll get to the predictions at the end i don't have them hitting 30 but i have them close to it okay uh before we get to goose wisely which i'm Mm. very excited about uh we're going to talk first about game time now you know if you were listening to the show you're on the fence, like, do I want to maybe go to the game on Thursday night? Is that a possibility? Maybe get off work early. Game time's going to hook you up. And they're going to hook you up for $20 off your first purchase. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Flash deals, last-minute tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. You get images of the seat, uh, the views from there. It's a lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, all that good stuff. It is the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you will never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem with code PHLY for $20 off. All right, Zach. Now, this is, not a, this is not a good buy to Swooper for the Sickos. Mm. This is a, we're pressing a little pause. We're going to see what we can do. Um, and I need to give a shout-out to Jonah, who was a Sicko, who suggested a version of this game that we're going to proceed with as our pregame game today. Yeah, Swooper's more of a three-person game. It is. And then, yeah. Now, I, I would like to see Daniz again at some point. Um, I certainly hope so. It makes me smarter. Even though you think he's dumb. No, Professor Selman and works at a great institution. Okay. Uh, We're going to play Goose Wisely. Now, how this is going to work, Zach, uh, we are each going to propose two eggs, okay, Uh, that we think are of equal-ish probability. And I'm going to say, for instance, uh, the Eagles score 70 points and, you know, uh, Kirk Cousins breaks his knee. And you have to say which one you think is more likely. Mm-hmm. You are going to get that egg. I'm going to get the egg you didn't choose. We're going to have four proposals each. That means we're each going to have eight things on our docket. Those will be worth one point each if they happen on Thursday night. But at the end, the goose here is you get to pick which one of those matchups you think is your golden egg. And that one will be worth two points 
instead of one. It's sort of like a, like a money ball. As yes. Uh, Bo and I were texting about this before, and it, 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 it shows you kind of the differences in our personality is that you were going with the bird pun or the, the bird thing with the golden egg. And I was saying, wait, so it's like the money ball in the three-point shooting contest, right? So that's, that's the way I think. Uh, so I'm, Choose I'll, wisely. Goose Wiley. Wisely. I'll, I'll call it the money ball. Okay. Uh, I will go first. My two options for you here, the first one. On the very first play from scrimmage for the Eagles, they throw the ball to Dallas Goddard. That is option number one. Option number two is Dallas Goddard leads the team in targets over the course of the game. Which egg would you rather Targets have? or touches? Targets. Targets, okay. Uh, I'm going first play Goddard. I guess, yeah, I, well, it's touches on the screen. Let's go with touches. Let's keep touches. Let's keep touches. Okay. Uh, yeah, first well, play. Well, it shouldn't be. It should be at receiver. Uh, touches yeah, among receivers. Among receivers. Outside of yes, the Yes, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's, that's, that's a fair one. Okay. Uh, first play Goddard. You're taking on the very first play. That yes. You, okay. Manufacturing right. the touch. I'll say Goddard leads the uh, receivers and touches. Let me write, let me have this down so I can uh, pick out my, my golden egg at the end. Now you give me yours. Okay, my first one. Justin Jefferson scores a touchdown. Or Darius Slay records an interception, catches an interception, however you want to, whichever verb you want to use. Uh, this one feels pretty easy to me. I feel like you're giving me a potential golden egg here. I'm taking the Justin Jefferson touchdown. Mm. Okay. Darius Slay uh, famously had that big game last year, had the interceptions, gave the ball to James Harden, if you remember. After, I do remember after that. The game. I, asked Darius I, remember, Slay, oh, go ahead. I asked Darius Slay which of his four touchdowns with the Eagles mm. is his favorite. I kind of stole one of your bits, maybe. Which one do you think he said? The uh, uh, country fumble? Yeah, the Denver one. Boom. You know, you know Slay. Uh, good one there. Okay. Um, okay. Next up for me. Uh, Kirk Cousins in this game, Zach, mm. will have... This, this is one item together. We'll have either at least two interceptions or turnovers, or he will have an interception in the red zone. That's item number one. Mm-hmm. He will, you know, there, there will yep. be a, a Melvin moment here, okay. or an accumulation of Melvin moments. Or you got the Spider-Man meme with your boys, Josh Sweat and Daniil Hunter. Both of them have a sack in this game. By the way, what a call by me on that Josh Sweat to Neil Hunter thing. You know how much crap I took from you in the 2019 training camp? And then, I don't believe that boom, ever happened. Look at that. Uh, probably, I'm going, I probably spurred you to the creative heater by giving you. That's true, actually. Motivated yeah. by, yeah, yeah. The Ligons year. Yeah, you were like Bill Parcells getting on. His, That's right. Um, <laughs> Ligons year. So I'm going, I'm going with Cousins. Uh, making. Uh, I don't use the Melvin term. Um, that's, that's, Why, that, is it that's derogatory? I don't, well, I don't know what it means, and I <laughs> certainly don't want to say something that I, I don't quite understand. Uh, I'm going with, with Cousins making a miscue. It is the primetime game. Do you, uh, do you buy into the Kirk Cousins primetime game thing? Uh, I do. Okay. That's part of the Melvin experience. Okay. Um, obviously, he had, I think he had two red zone interceptions last year, right? One was Avante Maddox, the mm, other was, was yeah. Darius Slay. Um, I think you probably took the right one here, but this means now you're going to be rooting against uh, Josh Sweat in the press box. It's going to be hard. My objectivity and my professionalism is uncompromised, so I will not be rooting for this game whatsoever. I don't know if your professionalism is uncompromised. My professionalism is uncompromised, Bo. Mm, okay. All right, what do you got next? <laughs> okay, the next one I have here, Jalen Hurts with a run over 20 yards. We remember the signature run against the Vikings last year. Uh... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, 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 I jumped ahead. This, this, this graphic yeah, is correct. Yeah, stick to the order you said. Yeah, this graphic is correct. I apologize. Uh, that's a little tease for what's to come. Eagles over three and a half sacks or Eagles under mm, three and a half sacks. A classic bird line, one that yes. is guaranteed to hit for one of us. This mm. is fun. Ooh, this is tough. Just two sacks in week one, but Mac Jones is getting rid of the ball quickly. Vikings offense, Cousins is usually about, it, it, like, the book on him is you think that he gets rid of the ball slow, and they have those, like, those deep drops on play action, but it's actually closer towards the middle of the league. No center, three and a half sacks. You know, this game gets out of hand. Is he going to take some? I'm going to go, I'm going to go under three and a half sacks. 
Whoa, okay. I'm surprised at myself. I would have. Yeah. Uh, my my inclination was to go over, but I'm going to go under. You're not expecting? Yeah, well, okay. I, I'm, I'll gladly take the over on this. I think one. their whole game plan is going to be getting rid of the ball quickly and getting the ball out over the middle of the field. Okay, Claire F agrees with you. Uh, all right, you're up here. Okay. You, are you excited to get over three and a half sacks? What yeah. Would you, what I'm, would you have I'm, taken? I'm, I, I, I would have gone over here. I, th- I think the Eagles' best chance here is, is, by, is by going over. So, I, I, yeah. Wow, look at that handsome graphic. What a are job. Are you referring to you or me? I'm, I'm referring oh, the to the unbelievable graph- work oh, by, okay. by our producers oh, I agree. putting this together live. The producers are outstanding here. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, okay. Justin Jefferson, Zach, will finish in this game with a prime number of catches. Okay. <laughs> prime number of catches. I feel like I'm, I'm speaking to my son about math here. Prime yeah. number of catches. Okay. Or Derek Barnett will have a penalty. Do you need to run <laughs> through the prime numbers? No, I, I'm fine there. I'm going prime number of catches. Okay. I mean, it's a good, you got a good. Yeah, I can go seven. Right? I mean, five of the first seven. Ex- yeah, You're exactly. in good shape. Anything over that, then all of a sudden you're counting on, you're banking on 11. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'll give you. I guess 13, yeah. I'll give you the Barnett penalty. Okay. That means you're going to be extra angry if he commits a penalty. Like, angrier than usual. My professionalism is uncompromised. I don't think that's true. But we'll when it comes on. down to. When it comes to Barnett Goose penalties. Wisely. Yes. All right. Okay, so this is one that I was teasing before. Jalen Hurts (laughs) with a run over 20 yards or Jalen Hurts totals under 20 rushing yards? I mean, I will definitely take he has a 20-plus yard run. Interesting, okay. He's not going to have – I don't think he's going to have fewer than 20 rushing yards. I mean, I don't think. How many times did that happen last year? Well, the injury – yeah, the injury period – uh, no, I, I see your point. Now, I, I, you are uh, of this Jalen needs to run less. I am. I imagine this is going to be a big part of the Patriots game plan. Uh, I'm sorry, Freudian slip. <laughs> the Vikings game yeah. plan. <laughs> Just stealing the Patriots game plan is their yeah. game plan. Yeah. I'm always, always thinking about Belichick and Brady, right? You are, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, I will go. Uh, yeah, I'm ha- No, I, I would probably go with the 20-plus yard run here. I, I, as I've said, that was the signature play of the Hurt season last year to me, that run down the right sideline. Mm, with Goddard blocking. He, he, he did the little shimmy, yep. uh, scores the touchdown. That was my You thought that was the final. signature play of his year? I did. You think the signature play of his year came in week two? Well, like the, the signature highlight, yeah. Like that was the coming out party too. That was when oh, you're well, like, I agree with that. Oh, man, this guy's. But what was the coming out party about that was, that was how good he was in the pocket. Like, he was just dicing up that defense, dissecting him. That's true. But that, that running that, Yeah, play, that play yeah. was nice. That play. When I think of what – so we've done this game in the past where we mention, we mentioned like games of, of Eagles past. Yeah. And I have like a picture that comes to my mind from mm-hmm. that game. And for me, it's that Jalen Hurts run mm-hmm. and Slay giving the ball to James Harden. But the, the Hurts run is the one that, that comes to my mind. The biggest takeaway for me uh, from the uh, Slay giving the ball to James Harden was after that game, you know, like Harden comes down the tunnel. And this is not breaking news, but like, you know, we're around football players all the time. And like, these are big guys. Like James Garden, Harden, like, is a guard. You don't think of him as like a monster. And he, he like dwarfs every football player. This is, crazy. The, this is the analysis you can count on from, from Bo Wolf. The basketball You don't think that, didn't, that doesn't like no, no, I mean, move you? Look, you went to Wake Forest. I mean, you, you've, yeah. you saw who well, yeah, was I know, there. but like, you know, we see these like. James Johnson there when you were there? Athletes. He was, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of those teams. Uh, Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague, Ish Smith. Ish Smith well, yeah. Before, when I was a freshman, you got Chris Paul and mm-hmm. Eric Williams, Justin Gray, Teron Downey, Jamal yeah. Levy. Yeah, so come on. You've been Kyle around. Kyle Visser. Yeah. There you Richard go. Joyce. Yeah, you've been around. High-level basketball Trent Strickland. players? This shouldn't, this shouldn't surprise you. Well, it doesn't surprise me, but it just it reinforces this interesting yeah. dynamic. Hot takes today from Bo Wolf. Oh, this is, <laughs> this is the thing that is, uh, that is not worth mentioning? <laughs> no, that, I, I actually don't think. Wow. James Harden, who we all know is, is like, what, 6'3", 215 or whatever, is, is bigger than Darius Slay. Man. Not just Darius Slay. He comes down the tunnel and it's like next to like Fletcher Cox, and he's making Fletcher Cox look small. 
He's not making Fletcher Cox look small. Yes, he is. That's what okay. I'm telling you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, just because of that, I'm going to give you a silly one to end with. Uh, a punt in this game on either side is touched first by the punting team. So this could be a downed inside, you know, the 20, or it could just be like a, an accidental hit. Okay. <laughs> you understand this one. A punt is touched by the punting team first. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or there is a Hail Mary in the game. <laughs> this is such a bow one. You know, you spend... I was. I mean, prepping. you're going to get on me for the height of James Harden. Yeah, yeah. I was prepping for the show for, for a few hours, and I did not think about this. Uh, That's a mistake by you. Yeah. You didn't cover... You didn't, uh, you know, turn over every leaf like no. Nick Sirianni's doing, going yeah. down to every single, uh, you know, Brian Flores game he's ever coached. I'm going punt down. Or touched. Okay. I'm hoping we get like an end of half Hail Mary. This is, okay. good. This is good for me. Because you know I'm a Christian. <laughs> uh, all right. Here you go. For my last one. And this is one for Bo. Now, I, I will not be watching the game with Bo for the first, well, uh, I wasn't going to say for the first time in a while, but there were a few instances last year. Bo's doing the pre- and post-game show for PHLY. Yes, uh, come in. Jamie Lynch will be joining me, and we might, may or may not have a, uh, another special guest. So uh, you will be there. We will be uh, talking to you at yep. some point. We've got the, uh, pre and post, the yep. fantastic technology to make that happen. Yep, look forward but to Jamie that. and I will be here in the studio. Um, looking forward to it. When is the last time that we were not there together? Christmas, uh, the, ah, the, the Dallas Christmas. game last year, yeah, the, yeah. the Christmas Dallas game. Wow, this Ellis thing is really. And then before that was the, uh, <laughs> I see what you did there, uh, the Houston game last year. We were not the together. Houston game last you year. Yes, flew we back. flew to Houston, but I came back to. <laughs> For the Phillies. Yes, to go to New Wave. Yes. Um, so, so those were the two games that came to mind. And then before that, well, during the 2020 season, there were a few that, that, that we were apart. Yeah. Before that, the 2021 Washington game, week six or week week 17 the 16th game the 16th game of the season for the eagles you did not drive down to washington for that one 2021 yes 2021 why not what was i doing i think uh i think covid was kind of ramping up again um, uh, oh yeah and it was that we terrible were, stadium yeah yeah and all the interviews were virtual anyway oh yes that's remember right. yeah okay. you, so, i do remember that yeah you couldn't uh, see the game anyway yeah, yeah. so yeah so i well, i, I, I drove down you have, a, you have a you have an actual <laughs> yes. log of the games then, that you covered that i didn't yeah and the, yes. have you, how long have you been holding on to this no it's not holding on I it's still just covered the game i just have a good memory uh, okay. I, um and and it actually leads into my next one here um and then the 2020 season we were apart from from for most of them yes in the 2019 season the preseason you really do the preseason game against jacksonville i was i was the first game that i covered mm. for yeah uh but that you. was not my decision that was a company only yeah. one person yes. goes to there yeah okay so here we go uh and i'm gonna need the confirmation from those watching it with you kirk cousins makes a play that bo cackles about okay and our repeat listeners here our loyal listeners uh, will we'll yeah, notice makes our, me cackle our, like our new viewers know Bo doesn't just laugh when something happens. He cackles at a play that, that he deems. Yeah, when there's a really dumb play. Yes, yeah. okay. Or... Now I do... Well, go ahead. Or Bo is forced to praise Kirk Cousins on the post-game show. Kirk Cousins has one of those you-like-that games. Now is this... Uh, what, what constitutes a praise? You're there saying like Kirk Cousins I mean, has I say a big Kirk game. Kirk Cousins made a nice throw. Is no, that a no, no. Or? You're eating crow about Kirk Cousins. That you're. Okay, well, you're, I'm, I'm in control of that, so I'm just not going to. No, do that. but look, if Kirk Cousins throws for you know 300 yards and four touchdowns, you you can't be doing your Melvin voice post game. You're you're going to have to be. Yeah, but it's not not does a Melvin. You're going to be doing a tip of the cap here. I mean, this is this is just bad game theory by you. Okay, um, because, well, that wouldn't be the first time. Because this is just completely in my control. I can force myself to cackle whether it, it deserves it or not, okay. and I can refuse to praise him even if he deserves it. So I'm going to take the cackle, and I'm going to get an egg here. Okay. <laughs> There's no other way for you to learn other than for, for us to just go through this. Just trying to be creative. Okay. I respect it. I appreciate it. Look at this great graphic uh, here. I like yeah, this. Here we go. Uh, so you have the cousin's uh, praise. All right, let's run through this, as you can see on the screen there. I have the Derek Barnett penalty versus the Prime Jefferson, the Jalen Hurts under 20 yards versus the Jalen Hurts 20-plus uh, yard run. Uh, I think that one might be 
the opposite actually, but that's okay. Uh, you have, I have the uh, Hail Mary, you have a punt downed, and I have the Cousins cackle. You have the, uh, the I will praise Kirk Cousins. I think my, my golden egg here, Zach, I'm not going to use it on the one that I have full control over because I want to respect the game a little bit more than that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the, the uh, Justin Jefferson touchdown and you have the Darius Slay interception. So for me, those, those two will be worth uh, two points for the two of us. Which one are you going to go for? Okay, and, and do I have to go with, with one of yours? That, 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 no, 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 you no. can pick any. No, but like one of the oh. ones you proposed? Yes, I believe so. Okay. Uh, so of the Although, one... actually, no, I don't think so. I think oh. you can pick any one you want. Okay. Uh, so I will go. This is the only part of Goose Wisely we hadn't worked out ahead of time. Yeah. I'll go Prime Jefferson. Really? Um, okay. I respect that. Yeah, I'll go Prime Jefferson. Wow, and I have a Derek Barnett penalty. All the more, again, you are, you are only making it more likely that you are going to get more upset about a Derek Barnett penalty than it deserves. <laughs> I, my, comp, my professionalism is uncompromised. Bill. All right, Zach, we've got a couple minutes left. It is time for our Crystal Bald Eagle predictions for week two. Your very first game prediction on the PHLY Eagles podcast. What do you got? So first thing, uh, Eagles are six and a half point favorites. The over-under here is oh, it's four. It's dropped from seven and a half. Didn't it open at seven and a half? Is that what it was? So, so when I was on the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, it was a six and a half point okay. spread, and the over-under was 49. Okay? So uh, you know I always use that as my guide for making these picks. Yeah. Um, I think the Eagles are the better team. Uh, they're the more talented team. It's the home opener. This crowd's going to be energized. Uh, they're they're, they're going to be pumped up. Um, not to play the Bo Wolf card of pandering to the crowd, but I, I, I think that... Uh, as we said in yesterday's show, short weeks, I think, tend to favor the more talented team. You don't have to put together the intricate game planning. Uh, I'm expecting a rebound from the offense. I'm, I, I, I am concerned about the middle of the field, and I think Minnesota is going to try to exploit that, and Kirk Cousins is, is, is going to get rid of the ball quickly. I don't think this is going to be a blowout, but I like the Eagles' pass rush here, and I think that's going to be the difference, and I expect the offense to be better. Uh, I'm going Eagles 28 Vikings 21. So you hit exactly on 49. Yep. And six and a half. You, so you just took exactly what they said, what basically they predict the score is going to be. The odds makers know what they're doing. <laughs> like, like, who am I? You know, you know they have. This is like you saying, this is like you getting on me for saying James Harden's tall. <laughs> You're just predicting exactly what Vegas is predicting. I'm not predicting exactly what What, what insight? <laughs> Why don't we just have a sentient DraftKings sportsbook head here to make their own predictions? I know. Look, I I use whatever resources are at my disposal. Okay, typically, okay. I mean, I mean, typically I'm not that close to the point spread, but I'm usually that mm. close to the over under. All right. Well, I've got the Eagles winning this game, 28 to 22. I, I see what you did there. Okay. Do you seriously? No, of okay. course not. All right, yeah. um, I, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I would, uh, you know, I, I'm not giving advice. I would take the over. I think, I think the Vikings are going to be able to throw the ball on the middle of the, the, this Eagles defense. I think the Eagles' chances in this game on defense of stopping the Vikings are going to come down to dominating up front, which I certainly think they can do. But um, I, I, I just I don't have a ton of faith that they're going to be able to, you know, stop Kirk Cousins from getting the ball out quickly over the middle of the field. Unless this is like a, um, you know, a star debut for Sidney Brown and he becomes like the, you know, the new sensation for Eagles fans. Like this guy is this, you know, bat out of fire, bat out of hell. Um, and he certainly has that capability. Like he is going to make some splash plays if he's on the field. I'm not 100% convinced that he's going to be on the field. So uh, I think the Vikings are going to be able to move the ball, but I do expect to bounce back from uh, the Eagles on offense. I think the Vikings are going to cover in this game. I'm taking the Eagles 34-30. Mm, okay, so you're going with the high-scoring game, as you said. I am. Okay. So there you go. All right. Well, Zach, are you excited, uh, are you excited to watch the game without me? No. Uh, but I'm excited for you to be hosting the pre and post. Like I, well, I, I love watching a game with you, but I'm excited for you to be hosting the pre and post game. I mean, I, I think that's going to be awesome. I'm excited to talk to you there. Uh, one real quick plug before we go. Please do. Is, uh, well, is check out all PHLY 
wolfstand.com. Uh, Bo Wolf has a wolf stand up there. I love mm. the wolf stands. And he's seeking, he, he started advice from the Eagles locker room on new jobs, uh, on, on taking a new job. And actually, I found the, the advice uh, resourceful for me. Yeah, honestly, when I, I, the reason for doing that, um, it felt to me like I was just giving you a gift. It was yeah. something from me to you. I mean, I mean, you know I'm, I'm big on like the self-help genre. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know I'm big on... And this is the, the seeking, period of your life that you are in? Yeah. Yeah, seeking feedback, seeking advice. And so, man, I, I was... I read that this morning. I loved it. Uh, so you can check that out on all... Whose advice did you take to heart the most? Uh, I'm trying to think here. Who's it, who's it was? Um, was it, uh, who said, uh, it might've been Contavious Streets that I, that, don't be that afraid I to look dumb. No, no, no. Uh, you know, just to kind I've of, I've never about, been afraid to look dumb. No, I want to know that you're definitely not afraid to look dumb. Me um, is. Yeah. Uh, no, the, 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 there was one other one. Uh, I'm trying to, th- you're putting me on the spot here. There was, there, You're going to praise the article. Yeah. It didn't seem like you retained the information that well. <laughs> no, no uh, Swift's was good. Um, Marcus Mariota's was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the, yeah, there were a few in there that I really liked. But make okay. sure you check that out on all P-H-L-Y. Well, and even more than that, I would say check out all the other shows we've yes. got going on here on the uh, P-H-L-Y network. And there is the official P-H-L-Y tailgate tomorrow night. Uh, check out the information on that. You can find that on our, uh, our social channels and on the website. So lots of stuff going on for the new sickos and the sickos who have come over with us. Uh, That'll do it for this episode of the PHLY Eagles podcast. Once again, we will be back tomorrow night, pregame show and postgame show here on this YouTube channel. Hit subscribe, subscribe to the podcast feeds, all that good stuff. And we will talk to you tomorrow for Zach and everybody behind the scenes. As always, we love you.